0: Welcome, everybody, to the Prophet for Prophet show. My name is Abdul Muhammad. I am the host today, and I have a special guest with me. Her name is Karima Afilayan. She's a vet and culinary concierge and the founder of AfriMatch. We're going to be talking about entrepreneurship, brands, networking, and just how to keep on going towards your goals and dreams. It's going to be a great dialogue. You guys stay tuned. Um, I'm just going to play... Uh, some burner boy, you know, we gotta take it to the motherland one time before I go in. So just listen to this tune real quick and we're gonna tap right back in with you guys. We're back. So today we have a special guest, like I mentioned. She is an event and culinary concierge and the founder of AfriMatch. We're going to be having a great dialogue today, and it's going to be amazing to talk about the projection of what we're going with entrepreneurship and just how to build brands and how to just keep on going towards your goals and dreams. Without further ado, I'm going to introduce Karima. We met at the Mighty Minds of Africa event. Where they host a lot of events in relation to Africa and entrepreneurship. And it was great. We networked with a lot of entrepreneurs from the African diaspora and we connected with a lot of like minds. It was a great event. This is my first time going there. And I, and I'm so happy to have met some great people. So without further ado, I welcome Karima to the stage and let's go. Hello. How you doing, Karima?
1: I'm great. How are you
0: today? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for have, being on the show today. Well,
1: thanks for having me.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, I, I invited you to the show because um, I see that you do event and Culinary Concierge, and not a lot of people do that, and I think that's you know very unique. So what made you get into this?
1: Oh, thank you. Um, actually, I've been really into hospitality for a very long time. Same thing with um, uh, cooking. I have been doing that for as long as I probably remember as far as, like, adolescence. And it's something that kind of stuck with me for for some time. And during the pandemic, a lot of people were able to start businesses. Um, I was not one of those people. But the pandemic did bring me out of my shell. um, And I was able to kind of just... Make the best of the situation. We really didn't know if the world was ending or not, you know. So, in in, the interim, you know, I would have little friends and family over at my place. Have dinner parties, things of that nature, you know. Just uh, to have, feel normal. A sense of normalcy is what we lacked in 2020. And to be able to kind of gather with your loved ones was a blessing. Um and doing that I just kind of thought like, you know what, even though I didn't start a business during the pandemic, post pandemic, like the world is opening back up. The world isn't ending. This is not the end, exactly. you know. I yeah. just I thought that, uh, um, you know, this would be a great opportunity to kind of just apply the skills that I've learned within the past year, um, from entertaining guests within my own home. My family and friends, you know, the who's a better audience, right? So using those skills and, you know, again, hospitality is something that has been within my family for a very long time. My mother, she's not like the best cook or anything, but she's a very hospitable um, person. And I just saw that in her. One of the things that kind of stuck with me, um, I can't have a friend over and not treat them to some food or, or else I just don't have anything at home. But, right. Or, like, I just feel like it's something, it's a love language. That's right. how I express my love to people. Um, and being able to do that, um, I just thought, like, you know, why not turn it into a business? So I decided to, to uh, you know, venture out with Wine Dine, etc. Nice. And Wine Dine, etc., uh, you know, I provide different services, which includes, um, you know, providing a wait staff, bartender's, uh, boutique catering services, table settings, menu creation, and and things of that nature. So, I I intend on building it twenty twenty one and beyond. So, yes,
0: that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. Thank you for sharing that. So, what I'm getting is you use your pa- you use your passion to create your business. Absolutely, that's amazing, out there. So, it's something that you're already passionate about. Hospitality. You know, everybody who comes to the house, you treat them as a treat them as a guest, you know, as a, in the correct way, you know. So I like the fact that you took your passion and turned your passion into a business, you know. That's that's good right there because I think a lot of times when we do create stuff, it's good to have passion behind it because it allows us to, you know, keep on going regardless if we have roadblocks and stuff like that. I really I agree with that. So how, how long have you been doing this for?
1: Um. Well, um, so I would say this year... I started it, I actually introduced it as a business because I've been having events prior to this. I've right. had a friendship, dinner the parties and, and things of that nature, but I, you know, introduced it as a business. I have not had a launch party just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just an introduction so people can know that this is, you know, what I'm doing currently on the side. Right. If you're interested in my services, mm-hmm. you reach out to me. Um... But I do intend on, you know, doing more with it. Um, So that's the plan.
0: That's what's up. That's what's up. So what would you say inspires you?
1: Inspired me to start the business. Yeah. Like,
0: what was that that thing that said, hey, I got to do it?
1: (laughs) Well, first of all, I have some really charismatic friends and family. And they have been just advocating for me to turn this into a business of some sort, um, and they are like, wow, you're really good at this, you know, why don't you just start a business, you know? Um, and I think that push, um, was necessary because I could have continued to just have like just been someone that was good at hosting parties. I could have just been, you know, that friend or that sibling, um, that family member that just has, you know, nice events, but not really a business owner. Um, with the idea, but my family and friends, I would say, really pushed me. They were like, this is really good, you know, do something with this. So um, I think that's probably one of the reasons why I think, you know, it was always behind my mind that perhaps I would do something with this at some point, but, you know, I was not in a haste to start a business because it's it's really, like, very, want to say it's kind of it takes a lot of courage right to to put yourself out there and say i'm a business woman or i'm a business you know i'm introducing this to the world right and i knew that i would not want to put anything that i was not proud of out there like i wanted to get better that's one of the reasons why i been a little apprehensive as far as starting right away i was like okay well um I want to make sure whatever it is I put out there is going to be, you know, best of whatever it is. Right, top-notch, yeah. Top-notch and not mediocre whatsoever. Right. So, you know, I, I just, you know, again, family and friends are like, you know what? All you have to do is start. You can get better with time, but at least start. So I, I'm very happy that they kind of pushed me because now I have a business. Right.
0: That's amazing. So, you know, I always like to
1: ask people, you know, starting a business and entrepreneurship has been a big thing that's been going on, especially in our millennial generation. Everybody wants to be financially free, wants to start their own business, and wants to you
0: know, put themselves out there in the world. So what, what, keep, what keeps you going, you know, when you face uh, setbacks or obstacles? After- what, what makes you unbreakable?
1: Unbreakable because I actually enjoy, <laughs> yeah. I enjoy entertaining, I love cooking, okay. I love entertaining friends, again, it's a love language, okay. so even if I'm doing this for a client, right. I'm expressing gratitude in a way that, wow, you're patronizing me, Right. and I appreciate that, so I will give you the best service right. um, that I'm capable of doing at
0: the moment, nice.
1: so it's a love language for me, and it's like, you know, it's like. It it comes as easy as me just, it's kind of, you know, something
0: that's so natural to me that I don't even consider it as work. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. Because I I realized uh, when I started my business, I actually started it during the pandemic. Uh, So I started selling uh, courses. I'm an author uh, called Profit for Profit. So I started teaching people how to self-publish their own book. And I think that really helped a lot because I realized like during the pandemic, everybody had a, everybody has a story. And for me to like this, for me to design and uh, find different ways to help people out, it really inspired people. So the fact that you know your passion and you know that it's helping people, that's a great thing. I want people to understand that as an entrepreneur, you're here to solve problems. You're here to solve problems. And Karima is solving a problem. Because she's an event and culinary concierge. People are constantly having an event. People constantly need hospitality, doing events, and stuff like that. And that's where her service comes into play. So remember, guys, as an entrepreneur, you are adding value to people's life. You are solving problems. So just remember that. Have a passion for what you're doing. Because if you don't have a passion, like Karima said, it's going to be very hard for you to fulfill that mission when you come across obstacles and any road bumps. You feel me? Absolutely. Yep. Um, tell us about one of your, uh, your favorite events that you did.
1: Well, I think one of my favorite events so far has been my introduction as a business. I had a dinner party. Okay. Uh, a midsummer dinner party back in July. Okay. And I had one the year before. That was actually my first real event. Um, when I had friends over last year in my apartment, um, and we could only have 10 people. Um, yeah. so I had to kind of selectively pick some, you know, not like I had, fam- you know, right. favorites or anything, but, um, I was like, you know do. what, you know, I wanted to, you know, I picked out people who I believe would have really enjoy the experience of having, uh, you know, irregardless, just last year, there was so much uncertainty. You know, people weren't trying to come out anyway, so I kind of had, I had like, it was easier for me just like, hey, you know, do you want to come out and like have dinner at my place a dinner party, you know? Yeah. Um. So I was able to do that. And then this year when everyone was outside.
0: <laughs> <laughs> outside, all right. <laughs> outside
1: 2021, yes. Um. When everyone came outside, you know, I was like, well. I'm going to have another dinner party, a midsummer dinner party like I did last year and uh this time around I had more people. Nice. I had it um outdoors. Um you can actually check out uh some clips from from the event on my uh my business page wine dine et cetera. that's at wine and then period dine period etc. You see uh you know clips from the event. Um, it turned out pretty well. I definitely could improve in a lot of areas. Like I said, I'm I was not <laughs> that confident in starting a business. But uh, again, it's something that you get better over time. You learn as you grow as a business, right? And that applies to really different you know, aspects of life. In general. If you're gonna get good or great at anything, right you start somewhere. Gotcha. But um no it didn't it wasn't bad at all. It was lovely. Um turnout was awesome. I ensured that my guests are VP'd. It wasn't everyone that I wanted there, um, because, you know, now that everybody's outside, there's so much going on and people had other places to go, so I invited, you know, a group of people that I believe would um enjoy the event. One, two, they would be able to spread the word, which was really the point of having this event um with more with a bigger crowd. These were not like close, close friends. These are just, you know, um uh people in my network that I invited and I had business cards that I passed out. Nice. So um, it, it you know it was a good event. I enjoyed myself, and um, I anticipate what's to come. So that's pretty much my favorite event so far. I um, was able to just show off my you know skills to people who are not close friends, so mm-hmm. they could be brutally honest with me. Like, right, we like this, or we don't really like this.
0: Right, and so, I and I, and I and not the country, but I think that's key as an entrepreneur. I think taking feedback is key, and not being. So personal about the feedback that you get from people because I know I I understand like at the end of the day when we're creating things we're very passionate about what we do right so when somebody talks about our baby or our uh, our actual our our actual business it really affects us you know so I I I really I'm keen to that you know I'm open to getting feedback as an entrepreneur because it really helps and whatnot.
1: Absolutely, Um, and I, I, you know, I was, even though the event turned out so well, I was still kind of harsh on myself, like, I wanted this to be this way, or I wanted that to be that way, and it wasn't, and um, people will look at the event like, wow, this is amazing, you know, whatever the case is, but I still was like, no, things didn't really turn out exactly how I wanted them to, but I I guess that comes with role um you know if you are not being critical um of your performance um honestly critical of your performance whether that's good you know criticism or bad um you uh need to be honest with yourself and i honestly felt like i could have done better even though that was my favorite event so far i believe that it could have been better in so many ways but nonetheless my guests enjoy themselves right and, um, you know, again, the point was they, I wanted people who were not in my inner network to kind of see what it was I was doing and spread the word and pass out business cards to their network as well. Got gotcha. you. Yes.
0: That's amazing. I think that's very important for people to understand. When you're starting a business, it's, you're going to feel some type of uncertainty, but you have to be certain on your mission, like Karima just said. And... You have to also remember that you're adding value and you're giving service to people. So never forget that you want to add the best value and give the best service to people when you're in business, you know, because, of course, we live in a capitalistic society and everybody's trying to make money. However, your service needs to be top notch um, and you need to just make sure that you're adding that value to people can you tell the people advice on networking because it seems like you're very good ne- ne- you have a networking page and uh, it seems like you're very good at networking
1: well networking uh, is something that I discovered to be important much later on um, you know in life I, people are told this as young as you know 10 like hey you know who you associate with yourself with to really, you know, take you far and like expose you to different opportunities. I didn't know this. I mean, I knew, but I, it was not something that was instilled in me. I had to discover this on my own. Um and I've been pretty much introverted the <laughs> majority of my life until much more recently where I kind of realized that hey, you know, having a network of people who could potentially Benefit you is key. Um, Just like I had my event, yeah? I invited people from different circles. Um, My goal was for them to spread the word to their network. I'm trying to expand my network and build my business. And not everyone I know is going to need my services. So who's to say, you know, Jane over there, um doesn't know uh you know of uh you know an event going on, or maybe Joe over there has um needs in his company they have a corporate dinner and they require my services, so you really never know um so I would say networking is really important um not everyone in your network has to be your best friend that's that's okay right um just like. You know, not everyone that you work with at work, when you go to work, you know, they don't have to be your friends, but you work together to kind of create an outcome that you both desire. Right. Um, networking is really important, and I've been really much more, like, out of my shell, walking up to people that I don't know, uh-huh. conversing with them. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> right. It's just not me, but I know that, you know, what? what's the worst case scenario? They're going right. to say... Don't talk to me. Right, exactly. <laughs> or they're, you know, I'm. I don't bite. <laughs> so um, yeah, and I, I, think it's very important. And I believe it's really essential if you're if you're an adult in the world and you are not reclusive. <laughs> right. I know. I definitely
0: <laughs> If you're that. not reclusive,
1: <laughs> it, or else if you're reclusive, you can just stay at home. Stay at home and, home and
0: don't go come outside.
1: Know. But if you are dealing with the world. You kind of need to have a network of people. A big network was, you know, I would say important uh, to you kind of accomplishing certain goals. You I do it by yourself. You may not need people. There are a lot of, you know, people who are introverted. They don't really, you know, but it's, it's much, it's like, you know, two heads are better than one, but like, 500 heads are better than one, I would exactly. say. We <laughs> so can bad, go far yes, together instead more. of yeah. Yes, so expand your network. Yourself. I think it's really quite important to do so. And, you know, you're able to kind of uh, get exposed to, to a lot more opportunities, I would say. Gotcha. Yes.
0: That's phenomenal right there. So people, just remember, networking is key in every aspect of your life. You need to make sure that you're you know you're open to talk to people you know if you have a business like a good friend of mine, he's a real estate agent and he's constantly talking to people about him being a real estate agent he's constantly building connections you need to constantly build connections with people because if you have a business and people don't know you, then you're not going to you know make sales you're not going to have an impact on people's life so that's a, that's going into marketing as well like networking is a to me, it's a form of marketing. You're marketing yourself to the world. You're marketing yourself to people, you know, and that's very, very important. So we're talking about networking, and that's very important, like I said. So let's go into AfriMatch. How did that come about?
1: AfriMatch. Wow, well, I was talking to one of my girlfriends. Okay. Um, oh, uh, pre-pandemic, actually. Was it? Uh, pre-pandemic, I believe so. Um, and we were just talking about how there weren't really a lot of, there were some, there weren't a lot of networking opportunities for like-minded applicants in our area. And, you know, like, we kind of just wanted to meet more people, right. and it, it wasn't happening the way we wanted it to, because, you know, your typical weekend for... An African gym here, go to what? I don't know, some lounge in Silver Spring or DC, go to a house party or two. Um, so I, I, I decided to create AfriMatch because I, I wanted to, I had the goal in mind to kind of not only expand my network, <laughs> but also, um, connect other Africans, not only in the area, but all over the diaspora, I I, I started to interview people um, and share their stories um, and how I thought that that would allow other people to know them. And, you know, like, you know, you hear someone's story, you're like, I kind of know this person. Or perhaps they can relate to this story or learn from their story. So I started to interview style posts on Instagram. Um, and, you know, a lot of people shout to me, they were like, wow that happened to me, or I could totally, you know, relate to that. Well, I learned from that, which is pretty much something that I'm very proud of. And the ultimate goal is to connect as many Africans um, in diaspora as, as possible. I do depend on having events for um because, like I said, it was pre-pandemic, <laughs> right. pre-COVID, um, 2020, it was so 2021, we're just getting back the mojo. Right. Um, but 2022, be able to look out some, for some events, Gosh. connecting African professionals. Um, I also uh, intend on on sharing news in the diaspora. You know, there are a lot of news outlets out there already. There's CNN Africa. There's BBC Africa. Um, and, and I don't believe don't they cover as many um, relevant uh, news uh to to our demographic. They cover news within Africa. Right. And we kind of like, okay, what's going on in Africa? What's going on within Africa is here? What's what's happening? You know, what is are we gonna go to the shade room? Shade room is great. Entertainment. Entertainment news, yes. <laughs> but what's going on, you know, with us, you know, regular people. They're not celebrities. You know? Right. So the ultimate goal, is, again, is to connect Africans, tell their stories, have events for them to meet each other and interact, and build their network. Right. Um, and also, you know, share news. Right. Yes.
0: I think that's very phenomenal because <laughs> when you have a platform for people, it allows, you know, a lot of people to network with each other and meet people they would never have met in their lifetime. So that that's why I like platforms. Like, for example... Instagram is a platform. Facebook is a platform. Absolutely. And these are all social media networks that connect people together across the world. Like e-commerce, e-commerce business by far has been... The trajectory of e-commerce business, I don't know how many billions it is, but a lot of people make money by selling their stuff online because you're not just reaching your local area, you're reaching global. Um, I have a friend that's in Puerto Rico. He has a... Uh, company called Boris Socks, and they sell stuff in Europe, they sell stuff in the United States, and stuff like that. So it just really shows you, like, having a platform to connect people together adds a lot of value to all of the people within the group. Absolutely. You know, it adds a lot of value to people in the group. And it really helps, you know, where, for example, if somebody is coming from out of state or another another country, and they connect through AfriMatch, they can Find somebody
1: Absolutely. they never who, met before. Exactly. A lot of people and, and one of the um you know, objectives for Athlete Match is to have um, mentorship programs for people who are not exposed to mentors. You know, you perhaps could have a mentor here or there. Um but well, what if you live in like Idaho? What if you live in like, you know, Stockholm or something. Right. And you're not you don't really have a lot of people to look up to who are in your field who are similar to you because I do believe that plays a role. You could have, you know, a mentor but then, like, you don't have a similar background as you. It may be a little different for them, you know, as far as, you know, kind of making their way through the world. Perhaps you find someone who is a little similar to you right, yeah. who, had kind of, who had similar struggles. Yeah. Um. Um. and I, I think that's really all very important. Um, Again, I would still consider Aftermathing. It's 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 really in its infancy at, at this point. Um, yes, it's like two years old, but that's still like you know it's not a toddler just quite yet. <laughs> right. But eventually, I do have bigger plans for it. Um, I I've been doing this all by myself. Right. Um, all the posts I posted it by myself. Um, creating other content, even like logos, everything I did it by myself, so I think what I'm going to do you know within the upcoming years is to have more people on board. I tried to get people on board, but I kind of asked, you know generally like, who's interested I think I, I my approach is not really the most effective i I should reach out to people you know and try to just get them to you be know, on board i will certainly pay for services as well because of, i believe I believe in what I'm doing, you know, I think you know it's important <laughs> or, um and it will pay off, perhaps not you know in monetary value, but in other ways, which is what's ultimately important to me um to make a difference in the world, so if I'm doing that, I think uh i I would be
0: content. That's great right there. And I I like how you mentioned emphasis I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we want things to happen quite quickly. We want things to happen right away. But we have to understand, just like it takes a baby nine months to be born, it takes time for your dream to be birthed and actually be full form human being, right? So to all my entrepreneurs, really just take time to understand that yes you have a gift you have a purpose but stay consistent don't give up make sure that you keep on working you forever work towards your goals and dreams and know that one day everything that you want and everything that you want your business to do will aspire but remember this and this is what I talk about in my book profit for profit 9 keys to gain success through personal development when you're manifesting in life you want to be able to see the end in mind so a lot of times when we're trying to manifest things we're looking towards something we're looking to get there however i like to play in the end of mind so i like to tell people whatever you want to manifest feel as though that you already have it that you're already there so you can work from that stage already you know um, And that's, that's, that's one of the biggest things I like to tell entrepreneurs, you know, just keep on working, keep visualize where you want to be. Constantly visualize where you want to be. So going back to um the topic we were just talking about. So as, as you guys can see, AfriMatch is a, is a great platform and it just shows you the power of networking. Like if I didn't go to that event, Mighty Minds of Africa, I would have never met Karima, and we would never have been here right now speaking. That's very magical, you know? Through one conversation leads more opportunities and leads more possibilities for wealth, prosperity, and connections. So, guys, just remember that. Before we go, Karima, I want you to give the audience your last message in relation to entrepreneurship and everything that you do and let them know where to find you at and how they can uh uh contact you through social media.
1: Absolutely. I would say that uh one key thing to keep in mind as an entrepreneur is that you should create a goal and um you should not lose, lose your focus because once you lose your focus, you're you're not going to remember why you started. So I I would say visual aids are very helpful. Uh, You may want to write this down. You may want to create a vision board. Put it on your laptop. Put it on your phone, you know? But something that will constantly remind you to keep your eyes on the prize. Just visualizing things will just help you. I I, I promise. I'm not an expert as far as, you know, trying to... Kind of advise people on, because I'm I'm really starting off myself. But I'm just talking about what, what's been helpful for me. What's kept me going is that having that vision and keeping my eyes on the prize, things are going to happen. Things are going to happen. Um, unpredictable things. Life is unpredictable, unpredictable in general. So, um, just keep your eyes on the prize. That's really the only thing I can say.
0: Thank you, Karima. And where can we, uh, find your social media handles at?
1: Sure. Um, you can follow AfriMatch. Uh, that's A-F-R-I-M-A-T-C-H on Instagram. You can find Wine, Dine, Etc., which is my culinary and event, um, concierge business. Uh, that's W-I-N-E, period. D-I-N-E, period. Etc. Um, and you can find me, um, on my Instagram as well. <laughs> um, I am the sophisticated charmer. Uh, that's T H E, period. Sophisticated, period, charmer. So, um, I anticipate connecting with everyone, um, listening to this. Um, feel free to shoot me a DM and ask me any questions trust and belief that I will certainly get back to you. (laughs) Um, And thank you so much for for joining us today.
0: Thank you, Karima. Thank you guys for joining the Profit for Profit show. I hope you guys had gotten a lot of value from this podcast. And I hope that you guys are successful on your journey. Uh, You can find me at Pharaoh, P-H-A-R-A-O-H underscore Heru, H-E-R-U on Instagram. Or you can find me at Profit, P-R-O-F-I-T, number four, Profit, P-O-P-R-O-P-H-E-T, underscore, on Instagram. And you guys have a blessed day. Thank you guys for joining us today. And I hope you guys have a successful entrepreneurship journey. Peace and blessings.